Hello all, welcome to another edition of the award-winning show known as the Chris Arnold Travel Podcast, open brackets, winner of Razzie Award for Worst Podcast Host of 2016, close brackets. I am the artist formerly known as Chris Arnold, and first and foremost, I would just like to apologise if you listened to last week's episode and felt there was a dip in the quality. I actually edited that one after drinking a fair few bottles of Red Horse Lager, open brackets, alcohol content 6.9%, close brackets. Although, if you felt that last week's episode was the best one yet, Maybe I'll get smashed before every edit from now on. Also, if anyone is planning on heading out to any of the countries I've visited and want some tips, please feel free to email me, open brackets, chris at coolbeansproductions.co.uk, close brackets. I will be more than happy to help. This week's podcast is my first one from the Philippines and includes top-notch chat regarding the islands of Cebu and Bohol. Here we go! When one thinks of the Philippines, images of tropical beaches, palm trees and light blue seas spring to mind. However, if you enter Philippines travel advice into Google right now, it practically tells you not to go. Rebels in the south have kidnapped various tourists, the Zika virus is rife, typhoons are a possibility and current president Rodrigo Duterte has launched a war on drug users where the death toll has been steadily rising. Duterte, by the way, is a fascinating character, almost like a Trump of the islands. One minute he's saying things like, If I look like a bad boy to them, I really don't give a sh-. And the next minute he's singing Wind Beneath My Wings to the Malaysian Prime Minister. Therefore, as I boarded the plane for the Philippines, I had mixed feelings. Was it going to be tropical beaches, palm trees and light blue seas? Or was it going to be drug wars, contagious diseases and extreme weather? Spoiler alert, it was the former. Although you do see a lot of men with guns in the Philippines, and that tends to put me slightly on edge. I have an irrational fear that they'll drop their weapon on the floor and I'll be shot in the backside. Why the backside, you may ask? I don't know. It's an irrational fear, isn't it? Anyway, we were flying with Air Asia, and their onboard music put me right at ease. Nothing to worry about when the harmonies are this good. The main thing I notice when arriving in the Philippines is that it's loud here, from the traffic in the cities, to the roosters in the country, to people on their phones, to workers tearing down a roof. Even the cats are loud. Eventually, I ended up joining in. That's right, I'm now feline ingual. With the country being previously colonised by the Spanish and then by the Americans, the Philippines has this Asia meets Spain meets US thing going on. Whilst listening to the radio in a cab to our hostel, the host dips in and out of both Filipino and English. And this is the same for adverts on TV as well. We spent a day in the bustling Cebu city where we checked out Magellan's Cross and the San Pedro Fort, both remnants of the Hispanic Command. The latter featured a blind busker strumming and crooning away. His dulcet tones pleased me no end, so much so that I gave him some cash. Another bit of positive karma in the bank, I thought to myself. I could kick a cow or something later on to even it out. The Filipinos are what I would describe as a right good laugh, much larrier than their Southeast Asian friends to the north, and extremely giggly. Very friendly though, the friendliest so far being the people we stayed with at Archery Asia, a quaint resort in Mobile, a beach town south of Cebu. These being Elsie Sian, Yun Yung and Jet Jet, alongside Bossman Frank, a very friendly German man. Elsie taught us how to fire a bow and arrow, and later shared with us a delicious rice pudding dish one afternoon, intensely sweet with bits of banana sweet potato and the weird gelatin balls you find in bubble tea. 
I asked her what this was called and she said, Benignit. Mmm, big nit nit. This could be another one of my downfalls, ever more contributing to my back problem. In fact, the Philippines are big pastry and patisserie fans, and you can pick up a tasty high calorie snack for about four pesos in most places. That's about 6p. His back's so fat, it makes us want to cry. Alright, alright, alright. It's not that bad. And I have been walking for at least 10 minutes every day, and I'm sweating a lot out here, so surely that means that I'm losing weight, right? Right? After mobile, we headed over the sea to the island of Bohol, famous for its chocolate hills, sandy beaches, and tiny-bodied, huge-eyed mammals known as tarsiers. By now, we had met up with our friends Adam and Anthula, and together the four of us went off in search of these cute little beasts. A few tarsier sanctuaries are dotted about Bohol, and Anthula had informed us that the one in Corella has the best rep for being eco-friendly. Once in a sanctuary, you have to look very hard for the creatures. They really are tiny. Luckily, helpers are dotted about to point them out to you and inform you of their mating habits. They have a mating season, so they want to have a baby. And then the girl will go to the boy. So after making baby, they will separate. So one night stand only. <laughs> yeah, no string attached. Well, I'll be damned. One of the tiniest mammals in the world ain't got no time for no relationships. Maybe they're fans of the naughty's garage pop act, Mystique. Thanks for listening to episode 13 of the Chris Arnold Travel Podcast. All music by Bison, apart from that beautiful rendition of Wind Beneath My Wings. All credit goes to Rodrigo Duterte for that. Take care for now, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye.